Hello guys and welcome to our podcast The Fantastic Book Club. I'm one of the hosts Kanisha and he is I'm Swastik. And today we are continuing with the first book of the Magnus Chase Chronicles. It is Magnus Chase and the Sword of Summer. So enjoy. chapter 30 an apple a day will get you filled we didn't hear that when we were kids now did we ah. <laughs> this is the chapter where we meet the eagle pigeon giant thingy again so magnus is being dragged by that bird to the roof and he's like okay there there, there are these sharp things out here and i might get killed So he just kind of decides to talk with the eagle. I mean, he could have tried to talk before. He was just trying to survive and not fall down. Like, remember the tortoise that was tied to the swans or anything. He didn't want to die that way. So what does he do? He decides to talk to that giant. And the giant is like, okay, what, what, why do you think I would just tell you where this word is? And Magnus is like, I don't know, this word is mine. And the giant is like, no, you have to give me something. And so Magnus asks, so tell me, what do you, what do you want? Tell me anything, I will try to manage it. And just guess, what does he say he wants? He wants, he wants immortality? He wants an apple. Yes. <laughs> 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 think about a sport that can kill that entire mm. universe or you can see that is being traded for an apple uh, i mean i get it like according to him he wants that apple to be brought from the goddess of oceans or whatever that is but he wants it nonetheless so magnus is like okay okay whatever apple you need <laughs> i'll give it to you i'll give it to you just tell me what the sword is and he's like okay okay just take hal's boat and then go there and you will get the sword so what is magnus said like okay okay i'll go to hal's so with that we come to hal's boat and when we come to hal's boat we get into chapter 31 go smelly or go home this is <laughs> a pretty simple chapter ah uh. it's kind of funny I mean, all the names are kind of funny. What do you expect from Leoda? Uh, you read him. What do you expect? What happened? I glitched. <laughs> okay. So, who do you think now Harald is? I'm just quizzing you because you probably forgot a lot of things. Who do you think Harald is? Uh, he was, I guess, this fisherman who was, I guess, a giant. Fisherman. but he's also a frost giant yeah, And, <laughs> yeah. it is such you know it, it is kind of funny because he's a frost giant so frost is matter basically he's and everything and he's a fisherman i don't know i i just found that that to be a weird thing i don't know but anyway so uh, our team which is formed of obviously magnus and sam and blitz and hot and This is the point. Okay, this is the actor. I, I, I have things to say. So, they go there. 
and at this point blitz is kind of turning gray like more gray than he was before because uh-huh. he's in the exposure of sunlight even though he's playing sunscreen for survival But I I swear the person who has to wear like sunscreen for survival, that's oh man, poor Blitz. That's messed up in a way. Like yeah. To me, it is more like you know I don't like sunlight much, but it is more yeah. like because I don't like watching it, not feeling it. I have nothing, no issue with feeling it on my skin. I have issue with watching it because it just hurts my eyes. I guess. Uh, whatever. Uh. So at this point, Blitz is turning gray, and everybody is kind of like, okay, okay, let's get this job done with. And then they go to Harold, and Magnus is like, whoa, he's not a human. And everybody else is like, cool, yeah. What did you expect? You would just let a human carry you to your destination. You're not a human yourself, I know, boy. So this man is like, okay, I get it, but he's not giant, giant. They're like. All giants are not giants. By giant giants, I mean big giants. <laughs> so giant giants, are, yeah. giants are not giant giant. So what is he? He's a frost giant, and he basically is staying here. He's running a fishing boat company. So they go to him and they're like, "Give me your best boat because we got to run an expedition, and it is kind of important. Like saving the universe, kind of important." They don't tell him that, but they basically <laughs> insinuate that this is a very important mission. They are going to quest to a very specific place, and he kind of listens to that and is like, "Okay, cool. I'll let I'll if you pay, I'll let you take the boat and everything. But I'm taking only two of you. My boat doesn't have place for so many people out here, and so yeah." <laughs> This is so funny. This this piece is so funny because uh, this page is so funny. Sam is like, "Cool, let's go." And Magnus is like, "Okay, uh, okay, I guess." Because Harold wanted to take Magnus and Sam. Magnus is kind of like, "Okay, okay, whatever." And Harold is like, "Yeah, cool." But Blitz is like, "No, Magnus, listen to me. They're trying to trick you. Neither of you know why it will take you. So you must listen." So you must listen to us, and you must take us. And it's just literally being this, you know, kind of like, you know, I forgot her name again. Kind of like Professor Shalani. I think that's the name. He's all getting like, see, you got to do this. You got to do that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, then he kind of, you know, sign languages and whatever to uh, tell uh, them that let's. You're free. You're turning gray. Just, just let me take you away from here. Don't do weird stuff standing here. And this <laughs> is the point I found that you know you told that a lot of people ship them together. This is the yeah. point I see that for the first time clearly. Honestly, like uh, it is kind of like the banter or the flavor of the banter. How can I put it? Like banter can be between yeah, exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. The flavor of the banter is kind of cute. They they literally like they they literally like this married couple who like have figured themselves out, and like each other. Like grandma and grandpa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like imagine a grandparents couple, and imagine them living in a cottage and like, kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, serving each other food and 
going to sleep and someone be like you turn the lights up or you turn the lights up or you turn the lights up and like it's kind of cute in that way like i don't know really <laughs> can you write a fan fiction or something uh, i don't know ah a period fan fiction okay that could be a cool just thing just imagine honestly. just I imagine guess there are what I guess can, there are fan fiction yeah, about that. i got i got to search that on what fan just imagine what could be weirder <laughs> than the hurt i don't know i don't think <laughs> on what that you would find anything to support okay there are things actually but yeah but um, i like it but i like it only when i'm in a mood for trashy things i don't know <laughs> So this is the point you know like Sam is like okay just just don't don't stand there like whatever you're standing like and cup we got to hurry we got to save the universe so they kind of go there okay honestly at this point i have a question i have an honest question that suddenly popped up in my heart like you said all the gods coexist right in this like yeah. all the three gods Norse gods and everything coexist what if gods the gods that meet they come to earth right so they meet sometimes like can it be like oh, i don't know if i don't i had the weirdest idea that that could this could be such a good like movie or something if it's ever written written because that would be very cinematic that you know the evil forces of both of the goddoms meet uh, god and then they try to oh. meet ever and then the gods don't get along because they are from different religions and i don't know why it is like beliefs oh. and but they have to work together and and that would be so cool that that Honestly. literally that literally sounded like a power ranger uh, story or something like it literally sounded like that you know like i remember still that there was this episode from power ranger ninja storm and power ranger's dino force Dino Thunder, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I still remember yeah, the mashups. The mashups. Yes, the there mash-ups. was one in. There was one in. You know the which one? The samurai one. That so many ones from the ninja one. From the yeah. I don't know. A lot of a lot of them. Dino Thunders. They also yeah. came. A lot of them. And I, I loved it so much. Yeah, and the villains. <laughs> even the villains treated each other, and I was like, ooh, yes. Yeah, and when you know the walk happens, like everybody's walking, and it's all color coordinated, ooh. and there is like ooh, literally it is a ooh feeling. Yeah, I yes. would love that. Would honestly love that. Sure. So cool. So <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, coming back to the story. We fight match, match. So coming back to the story, uh, they get into Harold's boat, and okay, let me just say. they have a meaningful conversation like sam and thanus sit down and have a meaningful conversation like they have meaningful, had have had meaningful conversations before but this is the one where they actually like talk about an issue and ah. i'm like oh my god that is something and honestly you know magnus kind of states the same very same thing i would have said because i know what i would have said exactly in that situation i saw that So Magnus exactly says what I would have said, and that is like you know. First of all, he kind of tries to ask Sam that okay, who was that guy in the restaurant? Like the person you were wearing your hijab, and because before that you weren't wearing your hijab. 
So she's like, uh, he's my intended, and that is, you know, again, I feel a little weird because she doesn't say fiance, she says intended, and okay, I am not going to that, but uh-huh. it is kind of weird, I think. But after that, Magnus says that, uh, don't you think that's weird? Because what are you sixteen? When did you get engaged to him? Why? Like, why would your family force you to marry somebody else? And I was like, yeah, like my question, my question, please yeah. answer that. And uh. then Sam was kind of like, you don't understand. And I was like, what does he not understand? He's making perfect sense. I think so. <laughs> I know that. I I totally get that, Tanisha, because I I like, you know, there's this part which um. Uh, Like I've actually watched so many videos on this topic, like Muslim women versus feminism, in which like they are not saying that we don't want feminism; they are actually supporting it. But the fact that in every culture, feminism would have to have its own definition, and it has to be present in its own form, and not the form that is just uh, like you just can't. Cut and paste it from the Western Hemisphere in the Eastern Hemisphere. It has to be in different contexts. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the point which uh makes or makes people think that feminism gets harmful in a way and it goes against cultures because it doesn't honestly. If you actually take like like uh, Sam is going to obviously um uh, explore on the topic, but. Yeah, I just had, I just felt the need to say that out of, like, put it out of my chest because I want to want the people to know that cultures never go against feminism or feminism doesn't make you more of a follower of the West. It's nothing like that. It's basically being more human. Uh, if uh, actually, know. actually, okay, okay, okay. Cultures don't go um, against feminism. That thing is kind of debatable, I think, because. In a way, like the core thing about cultures, don't. But the way it has been molded over years, yeah, a lot of them do actually go in things. Like there are very basic things. I don't know about any other religion because I know a few people of other religion. Of course, I do, and but nobody in my family is from any other religion. So I would say very very small bits from uh, things I have seen over years. For example, if you go to uh, you know a family get together or anything, so there would be uh, like you don't everybody doesn't get to eat together because we are humongous families out here. So what would happen? You know, uh, it is generally the children of the family and the men of the family eat in the first batch, and then the women yeah. of the family eat in the second batch. Like, there that. are very minor things you notice over years, and you're like, why? Over years, that those things do get corrected mostly because when we eat in our house, obviously we all eat together. Or if somebody is very hungry, that person eats separately. Whatever. So that is how it works. But when we go into like a place where there are a lot of people, it would be that. It it, it would always be that, and that is kind of weird because your stomach doesn't have to do anything with your gender, obviously. So yeah. yeah. There, there are very, very few stances that. There are, but I feel like the way of life. Like, uh, I mean, 
yeah these cultures if even if you appropriate them it doesn't have to be like you know like uh, many people say uh, wearing the hijab is like it's constricting it's uh, limiting a woman's freedom and it's showing like she can't show her face to the world it's not like that like i i actually like now that i am in college i kind of have some muslim women friends muslim women friends what am i like what the hell you know <laughs> friends who are yeah, muslim yeah female friends who happen to be muslim and uh, i've seen them they sometimes wear hijab some some of them actually wear hijab and some of them don't some actually wear hijab all the time and some actually choose when they want to just like sam and you're going to discuss about that but i feel like yeah it it it's it's not exactly like restricting or something it's more of a thing about modesty and it depends on one's own mind the that we come to come back to sam i guess because we got to talk about things that she talks she talks about important things at this point so uh, we're starting chapter 32 I would tell the name later. Honestly, let me just talk about this issue first. So she does tells Magnus that okay, I was engaged at twelve. Okay, that is cool by me. So Magnus is like, I think Nazis. Are, I don't remember like if he calls them Nazis, but he says something along the line like, "What yeah. are they? Like, why would they they do that?" And yeah, in a way, I also feel like twelve is a little bit. That is honestly a little bit excessive. I mean, I cannot just defend everything out here, but that is a little bit excessive. Whatever, twelve is not an age to have a fiance. But uh, <laughs> like at this point, you know, Sam is saying that no, it is not like they forced me to. I do love him. I have loved him always. So Magnus is like, okay, like whatever. So uh, <laughs> Sam says that see, it is not because. they are trying to push something on me sometimes when they are choosing arranged marriages they are uh, making sure that i have a good life and everything it's not like they're trying to torture me and i get it i i, I get it honestly but i don't know i i do have mixed feelings about it yeah you see i don't uh, have mixed feelings about that they are writing anything things because anybody can write whatever the heck they want as long as they're writing clothes honestly but uh, <laughs> I get it. I get it because me it is it, it's the same for me too because like uh it's still prevalent in our society like arranged marriages are still and very much prevalent if not it's uh, like if not the majority it's very much prevalent. So like and I just cannot imagine like this scenario because as I've stated before like I've shared this with my friends numerous time it just seems to me that yeah. the two families sit down together and they say so you're going to marry i literally to my ears it appears like okay now you two guys have the have the right from your family members to have sex and <laughs> like that's weird and so yeah arranged marriages don't work for me you know and- when marriage is that like uh, it is different uh, when in a liberal society it is different it's like when two people decide that okay we are cool we can commit to each other yeah. but mostly in our society it is kind of like permission to obviously it is so uh, we cannot deny that that's the reason like it it's weird but uh, at the same time when it's like you know at i can totally see people uh, marrying out of convenience and like there's no spark maybe there's no like that magnetic 
huge attraction between the couple but maybe they they are marrying out of convenience and because they find other other person kind of like yeah i can spend my whole life with them because we are really good friends and that can happen like i can i can see that happening if two families sit down and they actually have the consent of the children and they actually decide that yeah you people can marry and they are marrying for convenience again like that's how arranged marriage works it definitely would not work for me they just cannot convince me to do that but i can see where they are coming from and i'm like okay you if you want to function that way you can that's that's my point of view actually yeah you know what you said the keyword is consent of the children the keyword it is exactly yeah <laughs> if that's me saying that is, that's that is this, what yeah. that is the only reason i say this thing has uh, made me feel mixed feelings because sam did like the guy that is the only reason i'm saying that okay i have mixed feelings about it uh okay coming back to sam she is trying to defend her family and in a way she is happy that uh, you know that that guy is her intended so she doesn't really have any bitter feelings about it so she tries to explain to bangles that see it is it is a good match it is a good match and why do you ask because she isn't born out of a marriage yes well but that is very prevalent in our society again so i really don't know she basically says that see bloke is my father so definitely he didn't marry my mother and i was just born and my mother is a doctor but i was just born and raised by my grandparents after that so basically i am kind of like an outcast in this society not really but kind of and i'm lucky that they wanted their son to be married to me and okay again i have no feelings about this i yeah. think that it's like they did not have any reservations against the fact that her mother was married to her father it's cool but at the same time her feeling like she is any less because her parents are not married that is exactly. just messed up that's that's messed up that's messed up that is up. so true yeah. but like that is so true i don't know like uh, obviously you go through a lot of stories you consume a lot of stories be through web series or whatever <laughs> but and i also consume a lot of stories so it is very clear like a lot of people have that kind of inferiority complex that when they don't know like what they call the daddy issues or whatever <laughs> super had for god's sake for god's sake uh, uh, for god's sake uh. <laughs> for god's sake so yeah and magnus also reacts very you know violently to this that he's like what are you talking about he's lucky that he's engaged to you it is not that you are the lucky one he is the lucky one and i'm like yeah champ go champ i'm just sitting there like that so uh, and and balance like i cannot imagine that i'm defending your arranged engagement but damn i'm doing that and you like deserve the best things in the world you you don't need to just sit here and be like you're any less so <laughs> this is such a cool thing and at this point you know sam is kind of also like okay thank you like I see the friendship blossoming. I just see the friendship ah, blossoming like yes. from mm. that instances to like 
you know, this is the conversation that for the first time, we are not at each other's, like Magnus was never at her throat, but she was constantly at Magnus's uh-huh. throat. <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> like literally, she crushed his wind bike. Yeah. But, uh, this is the first time when they are having a cool conversation and they're, like, Magnus is trying to help her out and it is so cute. It is so cute. So, like, Sam is like, okay, enough of this conversation. We got a catch, whatever we came to catch. And so, what do you guess they came to catch? Just think about it. What did they come to catch? The, it was a goddess, right? <laughs> they came to catch a no, goddess. <laughs> thing that would lead to the goddess. Oh, right. Was that, was that a big-ass serpent? Yeah. It had to be. Yeah. Was, oh. That was literally Sam's brother. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so like she came with a fishing rod to catch her brother. Just. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I really am so confused. And I always had such a bad time with mixing up species. But this is the first time I'm kind of comfortable with all these species getting in their mind, I guess. For the first time <laughs> in my life, I don't know if it's Because honestly, otherwise, oh. species in their I just feel so sick. <laughs> I guess a lot of people do. But whatever. So at this point, you know, you know, the fisherman guy. The fisherman guy is like, you know, I don't think this is a nice place to fish. And Sam is like, this is exactly the place we want to fish. Ooh. And they have, brought, <clears throat> they have brought big baits, you know, the fishing rod, the ones you hooked to the fishing rod. They brought some, and then they draw the fishing rod, and after a while, there is a cut. And with that, Sam's brother comes into view. Hello. So we come up to chapter 33. Sam's brother wakes up times at Kranky, and the kind that is debatable because it definitely wakes up cranky. Because he wakes uh-huh. up and then he's like splashing water everywhere and the boat is shaking because obviously he's a giant serpent coming out of the water <laughs> and he's hooked to a fishing rod. This just, just great. Ah. Uh, do you, do, Tarisha, are you actually like accustomed to who Sam's brother actually is? Who they are fishing right now? No. I have no idea. You have read the story, but you have not understood who that brother was. No. Oh my god. Okay, wait. I don't know. I don't know anything on So basically, uh, it's like, okay, talking about Loki's children is something very interesting. And it's it's risky because I might actually give out some spoilers here which I'm not consciously so basically Loki fathered three children uh, mm-hmm. and one of them was this giant ass snake like Loki giving birth to a snake basically okay let me just like uh, clarify this first of all like Loki actually like uh, fell in love and married this married no she did not he did not marry her he it was more like it had an affair with this frost giant and giantess to be exact and she gave birth to three children one of them was this now you can get it that because she was giantess so so she can give birth to a giant serpent 
So this serpent who was why a serpent? Like why a serpent? Why a wolf? Why are they enemies? Because she's a giantess. Yeah, And, but giants are almost humans. Like they are huge humans, kind of like huge humans. You can become yeah, other things. Yeah. Again, this is a fantasy <laughs> world. So this is not a scientific world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but one of it is such a okay. I don't know if it's too graphic, but it is kind of weird to think about a human-looking creature yeah, pushing a serpent out of their room. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. I mean, I'm 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 cutting it out from the. Okay. Yeah. Done. Um, See why I have issues. <laughs> so the serpent whose name was. Sorry if I'm butchering the pronunciation, but it, its name is Hormungandr, and I might actually like butcher the pronunciation, but I'm pretty sure I'm correct. Hormungandr. So basically, this is a huge serpent. Like you know, uh, we had this story, I guess, in Hindu mythology that. Vishnu came as this small fish, and then filled up each vessel, and then at the end had to be thrown into the ocean and became this such a big, basically the Matsya avatar of Vishnu, and he ended up saving the world when the world was flooded, and this man actually built a boat and yeah, like this. I have no idea what this is about. I just remember that he became a giant tortoise. Okay. But that was on a different context that was literally that was kumbhavtar anyways i have no idea I okay was, i have no idea about any kind of mythology not just norse all right i tried to make it more relatable to you apparently you don't even know the hindu <laughs> story so i'm just going to skip into the uh, norse story so yeah, yeah this that that yeah back <laughs> when i was a child i didn't care to listen to these either i was constantly whining about listening to what So basically, uh, in the Norse mythology, there's there's this Hormungandr. Hormungandr, he uh, is basically the earth serpent who, okay, just imagine the measurement. This serpent is capable of lying in the ocean, encircling the earth twice with its body, and biting its tail. That's the length of this entire <laughs> serpent, and imagine Earth in uh, a flat surface. Because again, there's Norse mythology, and they did not think of Earth really as a spherical object. So yeah, now imagine that. So yeah, so it's is he big. like a wall or something, or falling on falling on? Exactly, What he's he's more like a wall, and again, Loki's child. So you get that. Objectification, objectification alert. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I I my head is reeling. <laughs> so okay. that's 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 so, Sam's brother, and they are fishing yeah. that big ass serpent with a fishing rod. I. Uh, yeah. Guts, man, guts. guts. <clears throat> yeah. I don't even want that kind of guts. I have my own set of guts. Whatever. Uh, they kind of try to fish him out, and obviously comes out all angry. And then you know he's kind of wreaking havoc, and their Harold is like, ah, he's he's just gone crazy because he thinks that he's gonna die. 
I just imagined a giant saying, ah. <laughs> uh, well, that's not written, but he was screaming. That's written. So I just, yeah. what he would scream as, other than, ah. What he would ah. That's more like screaming. <laughs> yeah, but if I scream, ah, somebody would actually think I'm screaming and come to rescue, which would be very weird. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, yeah, uh, he's kind of running around the deck and he's like, I say he. So, Sam and Magnus try to stand their ground out there. And at this point, the sea goddess is coming. The sea goddess comes up. And she's like, why did you half wake him? And Magnus is like, half wake? He's awake. And, you know, Ran is like, the sea goddess Ran is like, no, he's not awake. He's just half awake. If he was awake, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be alive no matter who the heck you are <laughs> so that is the threat but uh, you know ran is like and why did you just you know want to create such a havoc out there why did, why would you do that and uh, they're like to wake you up and magnus smartly asks her uh, what would you need for my sword and she's like what would the sword the sword of summer and he's like yeah the sword of summer and she's like, why do you think I would give you something that valuable against anything? Magnus is like, I don't know. It, it is kind of mine. <laughs> so she is like, yeah, I know, but your father gave up ownership to it. So it's actually not yours. It's not actually your father's either. So at this point, I can just keep it, you know. And there's a very interesting thing about Ran, honestly. She is kind of wearing this net around her head, which just extends behind her. And there is a shit ton of garbage inside that. There are precious things too. Precious things like the sword of summer, literally. But there is a shit ton of garbage too. So, obviously, she is just, uh, you know, standing there. And Magnus is like, okay, I guess I can give you something, but what would you like? So, would you like this new sword? Like an old one for a new one? <laughs> and Ran is like, do you think I'm stupid or something? That is literally a normal sword. And I would give you the sword that is the most sharpest thing in this, like most sharpest. Wait. Yeah, okay, so we do that. Entire, entire universe. Why would I give you that for a normal as blue? So Ran is like, okay, just tell me the price. What do you want? Ran is like, no, Ran is like your soul. Literally, she just says your soul. <laughs> it's such a uh, weird... <laughs> like, I don't even know this old woman who has this actual, like, literal anchor of garbage tied to her head. Just imagine her fighting with this sword. Like, what is she gonna do? Cut out the garbage out of her hair? I don't know. Like, she doesn't want to cut out that. Cut that out. Yeah, okay. She doesn't want that. Wow. Okay. So, we do come to chapter 34 and that is why we are going to discuss this. That is literally like my sword almost ends up on eBay. Why do you think this for oh. Because, oh. because she does purchase some things from eBay and does sell some things on eBay sometimes. So, yeah, there was a good chance that could have ended up on eBay too. But Magnus just stands there and he's like, no, I'm not giving you my soul. And Sam decides to make it a little more constructive because she comes up and sees that 
you cannot actually claim his soul it's already been claimed by odin so you cannot really get it even if he tries like even if he agrees it can can't be really helped so she starts there and thinks about okay so what can you give me that is as precious as it and magnus decides to play a little trick out here he he tells her that your husband doesn't approve of this right like by this i mean the garbage she ties around her head <laughs> and this is one of the things i do believe that nobody should approve anybody of and i just don't know but yeah so she's like yeah he he has his own hobbies but he doesn't like mine and this is so disrespectful why <laughs> <laughs> I try so hard to collect all of this. Oh. I try my best. Why would anybody want to not look at such a glorious collection? <laughs> and Magnus is like, you know, I can't actually give you something precious. I can just let you keep keep your neck. And she's like, you? Who are you to let me? I am a goddess. And Magnus is like. Honestly, do you think that when Sir comes, he's going to just let your neck be there? Like I am asking you politely, you would just tear off your neck, go inside and search for the sword. If the sword is not with you, you won't have any trouble, right? Ah. Uh... <laughs> so she thinks, and then she's like, "No, I will take my chances with with Sir, but I'm not just giving it to you for free." So at this point. Magnus decides to play a little more sneaky, and he's like, "I get it, I get it, but you really want to keep those. So let me just tell you this thing: your husband is not going to approve of all of that, right? But there are literally big, big garbage cans all over Boston, and you can collect precious jewels from here. But just give it to me, and if the entire universe ends, what are you going to do? This is going to end too. So let me just take it. Oh. Let me just get out of here." ट <laughs> You brought me into all of this, and I can imagine the guy's drama. Like he thought they are going for something. They are not trying to make divine negotiation. Negotiation. He is like, okay, give me, give me something. I'm just gonna go. So Sam says that okay, I'll give you double the price. Just take us back to the harbor, and with that, we come to the end of chapter thirty-four, and this episode two. Ah, uh, like. Wow, they're running from Ran. Cool. <laughs> We post an episode every week on Tuesday, so please check it out. Check it. Check out our old episodes too, and we will be posting the other ones in future. So just hang on with us, guys. And um, meanwhile, if you wanna join us along a journey across socials. Uh, links are in the description below. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can also send us voice messages, which, by the way, are we are eagerly waiting for. So yeah, you can yes. do that. We really want that. So I guess that's the end of this episode. 
Bye, guys. See you next time. Love you and love yourselves. See you. Have a good life. Bye. Bye.